Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Lurid Mythology, Psyche and Cupid, Part 2 Psyche finally gets to see her lover. By Luststruck96 Psyche's other sister had gotten married and she was coming to visit her. Psyche wore a cloak over her dress, careful to cover the marks scattered over her body. Psyche's sister, Free, had become very unhappy with her life, but she relished in the fact that her beautiful and more popular sister had yet to be married. She wished that Psyche would be cursed with a barren life or a wretched husband. As Psyche poured tea for her sister, her cloak had slightly fallen away from her skin, and Free had caught a glimpse of the bites on her skin. Psyche, leave the tea and sit down. Psyche sat next to her sister compliantly. As Free began to untie Psyche's cloak, Psyche tried to interfere, but her sister simply sent a narrowed look her way. As Free uncovered the marks on Psyche's skin, Psyche finally began to feel the shame of her actions. Free pulled Psyche's dress further down, witnessing the marks that marred her breasts. Free looked with envy as she saw how beautiful her sister was even with the bites in her skin. They almost made her more beautiful and she noticed the glow of her sister's skin. Are you having sex before marriage? Her sister asked in disgust. Psyche told her sister everything. From the way she was blindfolded, to how she was hesitant, to the masculine body she felt against hers, to how he promised to be her husband. Her sister's jealousy grew at the tale of how her sister had been thoroughly satisfied. Even without marriage, she was getting a better life than herself. A few days into marriage and Free had discovered that despite having a rich husband, her husband was far older than her. He also never cared to sate her desires, but would use her to release his own anger. She had also noticed how he would stare at other women including Psyche. There was even a time where he moaned her name while having sex with Free. Free cleared her throat. He's obviously a troll. Psyche looked a little taken back. But his voice was so tender, and he felt. I don't think he's a troll. Then why would he not let you see him? You cannot be married to someone you don't know the identity of. As night fell, the words of her sister echoed in Psyche's ears, but she had a plan. She slept in a red slip dress, going to bed a little earlier as she closed her eyes and pretended to sleep. 
An hour later she heard the sound of ruffling clothes as she quietly grabbed the torchlight from next to her and held it up to see the man. Her hand immediately dropped as she looked at the man with wide eyes. Cupid. Without realizing, her eyes trailed down his naked form. The chiseled muscles that grazed his arms, his abs that led to she moved her eyes back to his face. He was truly beautiful. His eyes were a dark blue that would put the ocean to shame. His face was rugged and angular, a beauty in on itself. She couldn't believe she kissed those lips or touched the messy hair that laid beautifully over his head. His eyes darkened as he continued to look at her as if assessing her. I told you not to look psyche. The tone of his voice darkened, not as loving as the previous nights. He approached her in a predatory manner and she moved back on the bed, but he grabbed her leg, pulling her towards him. Her dress had also pulled up to expose her thighs, and she noticed his lustful eyes immediately dart down. Why didn't you want me to know, she asked with a steady voice despite her fear. Anger filled his eyes once again as he reached up to the neckline and tore the dress down the center. Psyche froze at the sudden action as she looked at him defiantly. He positioned himself between her legs and pressed his body against hers. He tore her undergarments off as well and she shivered with the ease at which he did that. Why, she asked again, with more hesitancy in my voice. Without warning, he pushed his member inside of her. The force moved her up the bed but he grabbed her rear and thrust into her harder. I came here to match you with some troll, he started as he pushed into her again, and she felt as if she was being torn apart. My mother hates you. Even if I felt some way for you, I couldn't go against her words. His thrusts turned gentler and more intentional. Despite the pain Psyche felt, she wrapped her legs around him as she felt the heat grow between them. I had to have you because I love you, he whispered as he kissed her lips. The kiss was gentle yet held the fire of the underworld. He knew why. As he climaxed into her, he held her against him in an embrace, not wanting to get off of her. He finally pulled out of her and rolled off of the bed. She grabbed his hand and looked up at him expectantly. And now we will never see one another again, Cupid said as he disappeared. Psyche cried to sleep and didn't bothering wearing her clothes again. When Psyche told Free about the identity of her mystery man, Free was lit up with envy. She had tried to find Cupid herself and convince him to bed her instead, but this led to her immediate banishment to tortures in the underworld. The kingdom did not find out what happened to her, but her husband was in disarray, demanding for Psyche's hand in marriage instead. As Psyche's marriage was being discussed, she climbed over the walls of the kingdom and decided on what she needed to do. She kneeled on the ground with her head down. Please Goddess Venus, I ask for your blessings as I have fallen in love with your son. Venus smiled to herself. Despite her son's failed mission, she somehow found this to be better. The princess was on her knees begging for her approval. So vulnerable. Very well. Psyche looked up at her in happiness, giving her a grateful smile until Venus continued. However, I first need to punish you and then see if you are fit for my son. Psyche hesitated, 
but she nodded. I'll do whatever it takes, she spoke confidently. Stand up and lay over my lap, Venus demanded. Psyche looked at her with wide eyes before walking over to Venus. Venus envied how beautiful her eyes had looked even when they held fear. As Psyche laid over her lap, she laughed at how weak the princess looked. I will spank you ten times and with every strike I expect you to respond with a thank you, my goddess. Do you understand? Yes, my goddess, Psyche replied with a dry throat. Venus laughed menacingly. I cannot spank a bottom that is covered with cloth. Pull up the dress. Psyche slowly pulled up the dress, pushing aside her pride. The panties must go as well. Don't act so shy. As if you haven't seduced my son by stripping your clothes. Venus smiled as she heard the girl choke on her tears. With every spank, the girl's rear grew redder and sorer. On the eighth spank, Cupid had walked in to see what was happening. As he looked at Psyche, helpless and crying, he had the instant urge to comfort her, but seeing her on his mother's lap stopped him. Cupid, I almost didn't see you there, his mother spoke. Psyche looked up at him and then looked down humiliated. I'm almost done here. You remember Psyche, don't you? She rubbed her rear before striking her once again. Thank you, my goddess. He couldn't help the way his member hardened at the red on his lover's rear. He immediately felt guilty for lusting at her body while she was in pain. Before she could strike Psyche once again, Cupid left the room. Psyche braced herself with her arms as she felt at the feet of Venus. She gritted her teeth at the pain as she wore her panties again. Venus smiled. You've received your punished, now for showing your worth. Psyche stood up straight, refusing to show weakness which made Venus angrier. One task, and if you complete it, my son is yours. Understood. Psyche nodded, yes, my goddess. You must go see Persephone and retrieve her orb of beauty from the underworld. Psyche shivered, knowing the task to be near impossible, but she held onto the small glimmer of hope of being able to be with her Cupid. As Psyche began to ask other deities on entry into the underworld, Cupid had heard news of his mother's task for Psyche. He knew he had to save her. Psyche found Persephone in the female chambers. She knew this would be her only chance to see her without Hades. Goddess Persephone, she spoke. The goddess was beautiful in a subtle way and seemed too innocent for the underworld. My name is Psyche. Goddess Venus sent me on one of my tasks to retrieve your orb of beauty. What is this for, she asked, suspiciously. Psyche hesitated for a moment before speaking. To be truthful, her son and I wish to marry one another but she is against the marriage. To win her blessings, I must complete this task. I wish to help you, she said, gently. I always wished to marry a man I loved, but you need to leave before Hades comes. Before Psyche could argue, Persephone began to usher her out. Persephone, a voice boomed at the entrance of the room, and they both turned to see Hades. He was larger than Cupid with scars running down his body. 
He was menacing in every single way, a complete contrast to his wife, Persephone. His gaze immediately shifted towards Pisk before running down the length of her body. Persephone gave the young girl a pitiful look before looking down submissively. Persephone, on your knees, he spoke while looking at Psyche lecherously. Psyche looked down to see Persephone kneel in front of him before unwrapping his member and taking it in her mouth. He fisted her hair around his hands and pushed himself further inside of her. Girl, come closer. Psyche dragged her feet forward before Hades wrapped an arm around her waist, pulling her into his side. Her eyes were wide as she looked at him fearfully. His thumb brushed her bottom lip before pushing a strand of hair behind her ear. Your name? Psyche, she whispered. Louder, he yelled. Psyche, she said louder this time, her heart beating with fear. Psyche, he said huskily as he traced his knuckles down her face and down her neck before groping her breast. Psyche instinctively pushed his hand off of her. He slapped her across the face causing her to fall to the floor. Hades pushed Persephone off of him before straddling Psyche's waist. He began to pull the hem of her dress up when Psyche once again pushed his hand away. He growled as he pinned her arms above her head. He leaned forward to unbutton her dress, but the door suddenly crashed down. Stop, the man at the door said. Psyche closed her eyes fearfully as Hades was still on top of her. I'll see you later, Hades told the man before unbuttoning another one of her buttons. I want to cash in my favor. Psyche opened her eyes at the sound of Cupid's voice at the door. She immediately smiled despite the position she was in. If you give her to me, I'll cash in the favor. Hades looked down at Psyche with a lustful look before releasing her and standing up. Leave before I change my mind. Psyche immediately stood, not caring for the unbuttoned part of her dress before rushing to Cupid. Cupid held onto Psyche's waist before transporting the two of them to heaven. Psyche hugged Cupid tightly, burying her face in his bare chest. He smiled as he held her by the waist, firmly against him as if she'd disappear if he let go. As they pulled away, he pulled her in again for a kiss. His hand pushed up the back of her thigh, pulling her thighs up. She instinctively wrapped her thighs around him, as he lifted her up by the rear. They kissed passionately, entwined in each other's arms. Psyche, he moaned. Psyche pulled away smiling before looking around. Where are we? My room, Cupid said darkly as he looked down at her opened dress. Her cleavage enticed him as he pushed his tongue into the valley of her breasts, grabbing them into his hands. Cupid. Psyche pushed against his chest, still lifted off the ground. We need to solve this problem first. I want to be with you forever, Cupid said. Cupid had gone to Zeus, begging to be wed to Psyche. This involved her becoming immortal, so they could be together forever. After the wedding, the two could not keep their hands from one another. Cupid pulled Psyche in for another kiss. This was the dress you were wearing the night I first touched you, he said breathlessly against her lips. I can't wait for you to take it off of me again. By Luststruck 96 for Literatica
Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.